Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So just how was X-Men Apocalypse? Are we getting a Miles Morales Spider-Man at long last? And what date shifted around at Fox? All this and more on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. Welcome to the blank show of the year, because we lost count long ago. This is the week of May 31st, and we have a lot to talk about. We had an X-Men movie drop. We had Cap potentially hailing Hydra. We have Miles Morales news. There's a lot to go over. But first, on intro my guests, we have the one, the only, the Jack Conway. I am the Jack Conway. Hello. Uh, Hi. Thank you for having me back. Uh, I'm Jack Conway. I've been on the show a few times before, uh, and I just like sitting closer to Koi. This is pretty much the whole goal. It's like Game of Thrones. I got it's all the way to the right. That was the goal. Uh, you can find me uh, on my show, Punch Drunk TV, which is a podcast about television, uh, where myself and my co-host Aaron Pruner uh, drink a lot of rum and then talk about television, usually uh, loudly. Uh, that's available on iTunes. Um, oh shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm listening to myself. I was like, wait, am I talking again? That was super professional. Did I speak? Doom uh, demands you mute your... My apologies. Uh, my, the podcast I'm on, Punch Rock TV, is just as professional as that was, I assure you. Uh, and you can find us on Fridays uh, talking about television. Uh, like I said, that's available on iTunes and other RSS feeds. Then we have Sir Jesse Klein. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, you can find me here at After Buzz doing all of their Marvel stuff. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Agent Carter, R.I.P., uh, Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones, the upcoming Luke Cage and Iron Fist stuff. I'm going to be here for all of it. Uh, I also do comedy here. Uh, if you go to the Pack Theater, you'll see me probably getting destroyed by something. Uh <laughs> Uh, awesome. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, my buddy, Sean DePasquale. Uh, hi, I'm Sean. I don't work on any of these podcasts, but I, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I do host podcasts of my own called uh, Cabin Boys with uh, with my partner in crime, Matt Cohen. And Who's then, been on the show? Friend of the show? Yeah, friend of the show. And then uh, I write comics, though, so that... That makes me relevant. His knowledge is to- so relevant. So relevant. And uh, has worked with one of my favorite writers uh, working today. And we'll get to that later on in the show. Yeah. We'll tease yeah, that. Yeah, tease that. Tease that. We'll give like, some, it, one of my favorite writers. You nerds sound almost like depressed or something. <laughs> 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 almost like you saw a movie that you didn't like. Oh, yeah. You know, before we get to that, I gotta Daddy say. needs to express some rage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to Apocalypse at the end of the show, and my God, is that aptly titled. Uh, but first, do we think that Cap is an agent of Hydra? This is so dumb, guys. Yeah. Now, the rage over this is so misplaced and stupid. Captain America Steve Rogers number one 
There was a moment that revealed, seemingly, seemingly, that Cap was an agent of Hydra. Okay, it's a story. And then in six months, he won't be Hydra anymore. Like, I don't think whatever. he's Hydra now. I don't either. I, I, it's, it, to Cosmic me, it's, cube. It's, it's a double blind. It just, yeah, to me, it feels like Marvel right now has such a like so much focus on it mm-hmm. because of all of the movies. So they're trying to they're trying to sell comics. And what's a bigger way to sell comics than either someone dies or someone becomes evil? Major controversy. Yeah. And so like Cap Cap becoming Hydra is just like we wrote a storyline that will sell comics. My funny thing is that we've had now this Cap Hydra thing like like six months a year ago we had the the book where it had those like Trump allegory overtones where they had the mm-hmm. Sam Wilson book was super controversial. Yeah. Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Not even no as... No one's talking about No, no one, like, Cap, Cap Bucky doesn't even get love when yeah. he kills parents. That poor man can't mm-hmm. get respect. Yeah. Let, me, mm-hmm. let me quote some statistics that I just made up. Uh, <laughs> like most statistics. 87% of people on social media saying that they will never again buy a Captain America or a Marvel book have never, never bought, bought a Captain America yeah. book in their life. But they certainly won't start now. And, They're and also n- lying. Yes, and 92% <laughs> of the people who are completely outraged about this Captain America comic have never read this Captain America comic. I Okay, true, true facts. I'm a huge Mar- Marvel uh, zombie, and I read everything all the time, but I'm behind this week. I just read it last night. So I've already had a week of controversy, people freaking out, of a four-paragraph death threat yeah. from a Marine, supposedly, yeah. to the editor of Marvel Comics. So I'm like, okay, let's roll up our sleeves and get into this controversy. And I got to the last panel, I'm like, that's it? It's that's just it? a good book. It's, it's, a, a, really it's a good book, and it ends with like a cool reveal that like you go, oh, neat, I wonder nothing. what happens in the next I, issue. It's almost like I'll pick but, up next month's number two. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if... If the issue had ended with him rounding up all of the Jews and putting, <laughs> putting them into camps and then like marching children into an oven, too far. Yeah. You're perhaps a Nazi now. That's Whoa. messed up. But that's not what it was literally. He goes, Hail Hydra. Also, I will argue, Hydra is not necessarily synonymous with the SS. No. There's right. no world in which, especially in the comics, have they ever said that that especially Hydra in its current form yeah. and the SS have anything synonymous with one another. So the leap to Captain America as a Nazi is... Also, the writing dope. is incredible in this book to the it's point... Very it's very like the, the writing's actually incredible. Reading the Red Skull stuff, I was like, man, this propaganda is strong. They're doing a really Expensive. good job making it both sides. I, I see how the book was upsetting to some people, but those aren't people that understand what the book it, like is. Like They don't understand comics to the point that they that won't be a thing for you. You could have stopped slash, that. Those aren't people. Those yeah. aren't, <laughs> well, listen... <laughs> It won't last, and it's a double blind. Let, let me let me make an analogy for those who who maybe are not as entrenched in the comic world. If you watch uh, the DC TV shows, is Arrow currently Rachel Ghoul? I don't believe he is because that was a cliffhanger storyline yeah. that they fixed immediately because it made you keep watching. That's ridiculous. He's not. Hydrogen and his. This sounds like a political conversation. His mom went to one meeting. That's all right. we know. Yeah, Captain America's it. mom went to one Hydra meeting. We also yeah. know that the Red Skull's lifelong goal has been obtaining the Cosmic Cube, and that and that that puts into play questions about everything because mm-hmm. the Cosmic Cube at its core is about changing reality. So if Skull got the cube and yeah, had yeah. decided to change reality to make his greatest foe his greatest ally, yeah. then I then then all of the the, the editorial like it's not a dream it's not a this it's right. not a that that stands yeah. to reason it's not we've also, got a quote here from sorry one sec uh, yeah. from Nick Spencer saying quote this is not a clone not an imposter not mind control not someone else acting through Steve this really is Steve Rogers Captain America himself mm-hmm. end quote but what he doesn't say is it's not reality has been changed around Cap and that it's not a double blind yeah like and- 
Yeah. Like we just we like Marvel Comics just had a huge event where reality was changed multiple times yes. over over and over again. So like there's precedent for like yeah, Cap could be in that in that event there was a Hydra Cap. So I mean it, yeah. it would make sense that they would bring that story over. Well, well said. Here's three yeah. moving parts you need to know about in the comics. A yeah. secret wars happen where they rewrote reality entirely, yes, split up multiple universes, then put them back together as best they could out of memory. And things are different. Yes. Yeah. Two, uh Cubic, the uh living uh cosmic cube, mm-hmm. the little girl, yep. brought Captain America and turned him young again, yes. magically with her brain. She's like a little she's an alien being that's a child. And a thunderbolt. And, th- and a thunderbolt. That's right. Three, uh, uh, Red Skull <laughs> is not just Red Skull. He's Red Skull with Professor Xavier's removed brain put Correct. in his skull. Correct. Those are three pretty important things to note here. The storyline. Yeah. It's a comic book. It's silly in the best way. This, this, what this I love is an issue, people. Ridiculous. I do love that CNN's talking about a Captain America book. I do love that the world is like aghast. Marvel, you did it. It yeah, worked. But, but that but, the but, timing. Yeah, we'll that's talk the about. same as every. I mean, that's like when they kill someone. That's like right. when you know uh, Commissioner Gordon was Batman for a while. Right. It's you to know, get the uh, the press. It, it gets works. The press and it works. The rage is what's upset. The the anger. It's because like, the country's so angry. But we won't talk about that because that is not for our show. But people <laughs> people get real mad when I bring up anything but comics. Country's and, angry. And I mean, I mean, there is something interesting. If he is an agent of Hydra, if he is technically many times removed a Nazi, it there might they might be trying to say something interesting that the top cop, the top vigilante, mm-hmm. is a Nazi, like has that type of mentality, and they might be saying like you can only go so far before you go become your enemy. Sure, but I don't think that's what I, I don't saying. think that's where this book I, is I, going. I, 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 and why has he been yeah, punching yeah, yeah. Red Skull in the face since 1942? Like, yeah. why, why bother? Dude, like, that's yeah. a very long con. Doom, Doom. To me, this reminded me. Uh, there were there were a few thoughts I had after this. One, uh, Marvel is uh, perfect timing to release a controversial book. They're like, oh, DC, you're going to uh, launch Wednesday. Rebirth this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. No mm-hmm. one's going to talk about it now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, no one. Barely anyone that wasn't just like DC movie news yeah. was talking about Rebirth, um, but also like it reminded me of just what they're doing on TV right now with like Hydra in Shield, where they've broken Hydra into so many different factions. Yeah. You have the religious faction, you have the Red Skull faction, you have all these different parts. This could be that there's a faction of Hydra that is like world domination, but for good pur- actually I, good purposes. Great point. What about AIM? AIM has been taken over by the Avengers. Yeah. That's the other super bad guy team. And also, if you're talking about like Hydra for world domination purposes, that exists, and it's the Illuminati, and Cap's a part of it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Tangentially, yeah. Or directly, depending on who's writing it. Right. So it's like, this is the, the, the precedent for this has been set, that like yeah. sometimes superheroes get together and decide, like, we know what's best, and like, we will... You know, gently guide right. where the world goes. And now, in the sorry, in the comments, it says Rob Nips says they want publicity. That's obvious, but there's better ways to do this than to make a symbol of America of what America is supposed to represent into a Nazi. Now, Rob, and I'm I'm not attacking you. Have you read the book? And and you gotta like because I really I don't it's I really get it boring. on its sweeping thing like Captain America's a Nazi. That's a great clickbait headline, yeah. but that's not what they're right. doing. And then also Hydra again, Hydra especially in its current form is is they're not Nazis anymore. No. Like they, like Bob that's like saying gonna... Germany's Nazis. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just like, we're past that, you guys. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like I, yeah, we're past that. I think it's a great tactic. I agree. The timing's brilliant. I mm. think that overall it is a really good way to sell books. I think that people that are freaking out don't understand comics and. and 
and should invest in learning before speaking. And that I think that we need I'm not to that harsh about it. I'm uh, just no, saying. But I, I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about something, you should yeah. know what you're talking about. And that's, that's a problem people have on the internet. People just say absolutely. Um, so as a general, I think it's important to really dive into this book because it's cool to know what the controversial topics are talking about. It's a really good book, and it's a brilliantly done tactic to get sales. Yeah, yeah. and they're not ruining an icon or it's not like it's not like the last page of the book was him wearing an SS uniform yeah like a <laughs> swastika on his it's arm like, mm. and he was like Heil Hitler and that's it, how people are reading it out yes. on like you know certain yeah. circles and Rob says he did read the book so thank you Rob that answers cool. my question right. so uh, Rob's you, a lady oh a pop, Rob Nips Rob. oh Rob okay okay I saw She's the picture awesome. now sorry Rob, uh, so okay so you read it um, and, and you said you don't know anything about it that doesn't mean like that's like saying if you didn't like the World of Warcraft movie it's because you didn't play the game that's that's not it if you read that book and that was your takeaway then that's your takeaway yeah. it's, it's you didn't enjoy the storyline and it, it upset you about what it was well it, it evoked an emotion I think that's good I would say that yes that's good writing yeah. and and if if you read the book and you got upset don't take it as they've ruined the character take it as boy I, I want to see where this is going. I hope this writer can justify yeah. right. what this changes and justify. Look, at the end of this story, if it's all for naught, then like it was just a clickbaity story to begin with. But it's and, a great and story that leads to other better stories. Nick Spencer, right. but. And then we can all be mad at Nick Spencer for right. being like, come on, dude, that didn't go anywhere. But, like, yeah, if it opens up another avenue of the character or another place for for, for stories to go, mm -hmm. much in the same way that murdering Captain America did for a while. Of course. They, it can either be the death yeah. of Gwen Stacy or it can be one more day. The return of Gwen Stacy. Or it can go one of two ways. We'll see what happens. I mean, this reminds me of... This yeah. reminds me of what everyone was saying when uh, Superior Spider-Man. I, I was out. just going to say the very thing. And Koi, I know you and I have very different feelings on this matter. I loved Superior Spider-Man. It got me back into comic books. I Jack was out for it. two years, and Superior Spider-Man dropped, and everyone got so mad. That's what's so funny is that gif that people are making of Captain America from the movie where he's ripping the wood, and they're putting that issue there <laughs> instead. Do you remember they took that Stan Lee picture of him shredding a comic, and they put Superior Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's the exact same reaction, minus death threats. But um, <laughs> I'm with you. And did you like? Did you like the Spider Verse storyline in Spidey? No, really. So you. So, <laughs> and, and, but I'm, I'm really asking you this. So in that cleaving moment where Spider-Man turned on you, where the writers were like, "F you, Coy." Spider-Man is now Doctor Octopus. Right. Do you think it has recovered from there, or do you think that was a poor choice? Period. I think that I haven't enjoyed a main continuity Spider-Man book since Dan Slott took the book over. Okay. Fair and enough. I think that the side story web uh, web what web swingers web warriors web. web Warriors is yeah. a great book because it's not in my continuity, so I can read it for fun. I think Spider-Man Deadpool is a better Spider-Man than Amazing Spider-Man because it reads like Spider-Man. Everything's better than Amazing Bendis right now, to be fair. Miles Morales is a way better Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and this, great. I don't know Dan Slott. I have no stake in, in the commentary. I think he's a great writer when he's writing characters that I don't have such strong investment in because I feel like he does very good at making the character controversial or doing big things with characters. In this case, I just feel that he disrespected the source material, and okay. in that place, I feel like it's not fair to my character. This, we don't know if we've got there yet. But the cap rage makes it sense to you and your Spidey rage. As exactly. soon as that issue came out, you were super pissed. So mad. You didn't send in a death threat. I did, I did not. I went, I will keep buying this and reading it because I love my character and here's $4. Did you, $4. Uh, did you read Silver Surfer? No. Slot Silver Surfer. Like, I don't like the Spider-Man run. It's not mm -hmm. really my thing. But I hear Slot's great. I'm not, like, I don't really... I don't love Spider-Man in that He's way. It's just like not grabbing me. It made me a Deadpool fan. But that slot run man, made me a Deadpool fan. Silver Surfer was one of the best books of last year. Mm -hmm. They ended the run and then they restarted when they relaunched. But right. like it's all one. Go back and read the first like 16. It is 
it's so good. It's, it's really so good. genius. He he's really a genius. It's just not everything's for everyone, and that's and fine. That's, and, and I love that about you know, comics, yeah. and I love that everyone has their own comic. And I can read Miles Morales if I want that Spider Man. I can read yeah. Spider Man Deadpool, and that's the beauty of comic books. Unfortunately, people that don't read comics don't realize that, and unfortunately, people read too much into it. it's a comic book. And you know what's cool though? We got to open the show talking about comics instead of just movies today because it was a big enough topic. Yeah, I mean, oh, is this? Oh, right. usually it's movies. Good yeah. point. Yeah. With, <laughs> I just realized. I just realized. I just saw Marvel had wandered in off the screen. Y'all like comic books, Sean? <laughs> you know, y'all like comics? Hey, I'm going down Daredevil shirt on it. So yeah, I just wanted to, to briefly talk about the Hydra controversy because I think We're it is sorry. just a controversy. Yeah. I think we'll get into a really cool story and I'm also really excited to be able to bring up comics more on this show because if it's a big enough story like this it makes it relevant to broader news and that's exciting so uh comics yeah guys that, yeah, that's jazz it up. I'm just yeah. stoked at that keep buying comics just uh doom demands no death threats to anyone <laughs> yeah no death no death <laughs> yeah let's Come just on, be nice to everyone also just I'll call BS right. on that too I don't believe that that was a do you think it was fake that. I think it was some redditor wrote it and was mad and sent it to Tom Brevoort and yeah just, every, everyone be nice love each other because just people don't talk like that in real life like the way it was written was like the way someone imagined someone would write if they were having a psychotic <laughs> yeah, yeah. but if you read things by people with actual psychotic breaks they don't make as psychotic. much sense right. but yeah. like yeah I spent yeah. a lot of time reading manifestos and, and I've got to tell you guys ones I've read, it didn't look like most of the manifestos I, yeah. I read fair enough yeah okay so, moving on to the exciting news, tangenting off Miles Morales' Spider-Man, yes. is that, it yes. would seem, the animated movie we've been hearing about for quite some time now, I'm very hyped about, yeah. will in fact feature Miles Morales. Great. Star Miles Morales. Moving on. And Miles yeah. Morales Spider-Man Nothing to movie. say. That's I, awesome. Just amazing. Thumbs up. Yeah. 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 Lord and Miller doing Miles Morales. That's, um, that's, I'm so excited. I yeah. am most anxious to see, they keep talking about how it will be a different looking thing than mm-hmm. you've ever seen. I'm very curious to see what that is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what is the, like... Or does it just mean Lego? <laughs> <laughs> is that the I reveal? Hope, I really hope not. <laughs> Lego Morales Spider-Man is yeah. the longest time. Look, I, yeah. I think Batman Lego looks amazing, too, yeah. but I don't need a, I don't need yeah, it. I'm I'd saying, rather just saying. like a cool, I, I, I think maybe it will be, which is what I'm hoping, is that, you know, for years we've had Pixar movies and we've gone, why don't mm-hmm. they just do that but like mm-hmm. with a superhero yeah that's what I'm hoping that this really is it's just like that's a great idea have you seen that wasn't even in my head that's a great idea Pixar yeah. Spider-Man movie have you seen Feast like Disney Infinity basically yeah. Yeah. yeah have you seen that dog short Feast that opened yes well, I would love if Miles Morales looked like that <laughs> I would love yes. like that youthful, exuberant, like yes. just like full of love and color, but, but like Pixar, that'd be but, like a fully imagined, yeah. Dude, like the, yeah. it, and the web swinging. You'd have full control. Any villain you wanted, you'd have like, full control. Yeah, what MTV tried to do. I was yeah. just gonna say the, the Neil Patrick Harris MTV one. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't have the the. You know, so, I mean, I, I think that it has so much potential. I love Lord Miller. I've been excited for this for a very long time. We don't, we're not sure exactly who's directing versus producing it. I know they're producing. I'm not sure if they're directing. Uh, I just know that I was excited for this casually before because it's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Now that it's Miles... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who's your, like, your ideal villain for this? Like, who do you want to see animated so you could do anybody? I think with a budget that's more freeing... Uh, I think it'd be really great to do more than one villain, but have it be a villain of the week to open it, have the movie go along, introduce Miles, then have a long setup villain. So mm-hmm. have an opening mm-hmm. villain that would be prohibitively expensive, and then right. dive into... And also, if you're doing... Uh, they can't do Vulture if they're using Vulture in the movie, right. but it would be fun to use Vulture in animated sense because of the, the aerial mm-hmm. options. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 
I don't think symbiotes work with Miles. Uh, I don't either. There's no personal connection. But that's what they're doing the Venom movie without freaking Spider-Man. So so they say. Personal connection. Anyway. So they uh, say. So I would say in a Miles movie... Man, he doesn't have his own rogue gallery that strong. Really yet. doesn't because um, uh, Goblin, you know, was definitely a legacy Spider-Man. villain. Right. His angry dad, yeah, yeah. and Prowler yeah. is, is tied to him, yeah. but that doesn't work since like his uncle. No, uh, we haven't seen Monster Goblin in that form yet, right? right. right. So, that would be cool. so I, I mean, okay that, that. if they if they don't go Goblin for the movie, which they shouldn't, I think Goblin would work because you'd have the aerial aspect, you'd have the monster aspect, you'd have a lot to play with, a lot of flavor. Um, I'd also love to see some cool CGI texture villains. So Sandman or, or Hydra Man would be really mm-hmm. cool because you could play. Lot with, I was thinking like a CGI Mysterio. Oh, oh man. that would be really cool. I'm always I, down with Mysterio. I've been, I've been yeah. Yeah. Mysterio in the movies forever, and you can yeah. do weird stuff too because it's all CGI. Yeah. yeah, I I would say Mysterio is great. My mine is Craven though. Yeah, I really want. Uh, although, although I think they Homecoming, I feel like I know they keep saying Vulture, but I feel like Homecoming should be Craven. Would be I amazing. Feel like they can can I pitch young? Yeah. I, I, very quickly. Sorry, I, I was telling the last time I was on Decoy. This like I play all the app games. I play all the things. Yes. They'll kind of start hinting things and it's like Moon Knight's in every game right now, and yes. I'm not sure why. And I hope that's good news about something. Because Netflix. Yeah, but they yeah. randomly also as soon as Michael Keaton was announced for a new Spider-Man movie, Marvel started putting out a bunch of stuff with Tombstone, like the Tombstone versus Spider-Man collection, and that never crossed my mind i'm like he kind of looks like tombstone mm-hmm. and also so I'm just gonna throw that theory super, out there like he, when he yeah. plays it down here that I'm gonna totally michael keaton's tombstone did you theory, hear that by the way. rumor that uh d'onofrio was like he's got him for it hit me up for kingpin oh, in that spidey movie he's him, but... he po- so so what if it's d'onofrio and then his like second in command is tombstone, tombstone which makes sense because right, that's be how fantastic. it works mm-hmm. uh, yeah i got I, Ooh. <laughs> I, uh, I think that they should do a villain they can't do in live action. I think Craven would work well live action. I think Mysterio would work really well live action because you could have that, like, what is reality flavor. So I think uh, yeah. doing texture villains, so Hydra Man or yeah, Sandman. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's who I... Yeah. That's who I think Craven it, it was obviously the joke character. I love how they handled him in Ultimates. Oh, and then his bark. That's how I would do oh. it. Yeah, it's so, so cool. The, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game, while not a great game, the way they handled Craven in that, if you've seen it, they do a movie version of Craven that was really good. And he actually yeah. becomes a mentor. And in the game, he trains <sighs> Spider-Man. It was really a cool storyline. Marvel's setting it up, right? Because it's like all that stuff at the airport and Civil War and all mm-hmm. that. Like you open a Marvel a uh, Spidey movie with Craven at home going, Who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just found my next show. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then now I like, know what Craven I want. tonight. Yeah, and he comes to Yeah. It's perfect, man. I would love that that right? movie. I can't wait for where Spider-Man's going, and I'm so excited to have him back. And Dan Slot, if you're for some reason watching this they're doing Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I just I get so much I get so much from my friends Some that love Spider-Man. Cool. No, no, Slot's a great writer. I, I love Slot, like but a the new Amazing Spider-Man run is terrible. I just don't. I, I get so agree much with you on that. crap from my friends for not liking the run of Spider-Man, and I just don't understand how this like this Tony Stark Spider-Man is is the Spider-Man that my friends grew up with. Two, yeah, two people I, have. I'm sorry. In the comments, have said. Uh, Jamail, I'm going to say all the names wrong. Jamail Van Westering says D'Onofrio debunked those rumors. King Sportkow says they shot their kingpin rumor down. So I don't, we, I, talk, I, we, we talked about it too. You know what else they shot? You know what else they shot down? The Punisher Netflix series. That's true. They shot that that's down true. too. That's not happening. And they were like, "That's definitely not in development. It's not happening." And then they announced it. So I don't. Be- I don't the believe that. It's just him. Just Vanessa. Vanessa. That's it. That's the whole post credits. <laughs> just him heavily breathing, yelling Vanessa. That's it. The whole thing. Uh, so <clears throat> I. Uh, my favorite thing on that Daredevil show is Daredevil's tired breathing. I like that he can only land on his face, <laughs> which he you know, does a lot. Anyway, blind. sorry, I've, I've sidetracked. Uh, this. I'm sorry. Moving on to Wolverine. 
Okay. Yeah. The supposed villains, as announced by Nerdist, they have a theory that it is going to be the Reavers, yeah. which I find very interesting and exciting. From because Firefly. The, yeah, the, <laughs> Firefly. We're tying it all together. One big universe. Sweet. Uh, I think it's a really good call because that would totally work in the Old Man Logan world. Yeah. It's characters they would own. It yeah. would totally fit in that post-apocalyptic desert landscape and yeah. the Western flavor. I think the Reavers are a really cool idea. I just hope the dude with harpoons shows up. That's all we can ask. I think his name was Harpoon, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, no, wait. Reaver. Yeah, yeah, he was. Wait. Wait, you know what? I realize I'm mixing some up. The the mutant massacre, the warlock or Morlock massacre in the tunnels, was that the Reavers? Which was like Sabretooth and Harpoon and... Uh, or is Marauders. the Reavers? Those are the Marauders. Those are Marauders. Marauders. So the Reavers are the robots. So the ones who yeah, are with Lady Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, not robots. Yeah. Gambit was revealed to be a Marauder. Yes. And Harpoon was a marauder. That's I believe. right. Yeah, the oh, Reavers were like it's a guy who has like a tank body yeah. and then a regular top half with a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm so apathetic to this movie. <laughs> if you, by the way, if you want to see like, the Reavers now, uh, Old Man Logan, they just showed up in that comic. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is why another Convenient. reason I think that's yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. you say that movie that is going to be that thing has well, these it's, characters. It's like he's saying with the games, they do they do do that. They thread things yeah. in. Yeah. The cartoons mm-hmm. too are a really good way. Yeah. setting that whole up. Yeah, well, and and um, the Lego games surprisingly, all yeah. of the DLC for the Avengers Lego game was the next three movies worth of storylines down to the the, the Doctor Strange one literally had upside down buildings and I was like this is a weird choice and then like a month (laughs) later the trailer came out and I was like oh and the the comics dropped a Thunderbolts pack before I didn't know Zemo was in the new movie I didn't know anything about Thunderbolts coming back and I was like why are they making Thunderbolts for Legos yeah yeah, if you follow all the Marvel things they really do give you little hints Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool I really enjoy the idea of well first of all the old man Logan book is great everyone should be reading it yes Uh, it so is hyper violent. It's brutal. Yeah, Bendis. I mean, I feel like I only just whenever the circuit reveal the book is Bendis, I'm always like, and it's that writer. I always say is the yeah. best writer. Like, no, listen, he's, he's just killing it, man. In, uh, Iron Man. Both of his Iron Man's are brilliant. We were talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. Miles Morales. Literally every book, and I'm like, go buy it. I'm like, oh, get that guy more money. Bendis, yeah. uh, anyway, I think the Reavers is a great idea. I think it fits the universe they're trying to build. I think it's a great way to separate from the other films yeah. and separate from the regular X Men continuity. Sure. I'm excited. New Wolverine is that still a rumor or no? X23. No, that it's not going to be Hugh Jackman. Is that oh. that, that rumor? 3? That's something that Brian Singer wanted to do at some point, but then couldn't happen. So heard, that rumor. Okay, is, so yeah. Hugh Jackman is definitely Wolverine in the next. In Wolverine yes. three, and sure. I think that X twenty three. We'll get to this. I think X twenty three is going to be the one that takes over the mantle of Wolverine in the films. Oh, cool! Uh, in X Force, probably in X Force, and I believe in, in X Men continuity because I think that the post credit scene in Apocalypse is a great great way to introduce both X twenty three and I think the next villain is. So we'll get to that. That's, that's what me and Doom were talking about after we saw it. Yeah, I think it's the yeah. only way to do both. Mr. Yeah. Uh, blue, another blue villain. What is it with blue guys? It's a whole thing. Yeah. So in, in Wolverine, uh, they've announced that Boyd Holbrook is playing a lead villain who is relentless, calculating, and intense head of security for a global enterprise. That works for the Reavers. Mm-hmm. And that Richard E. Grant is playing a villainous mad scientist type. You don't say. Oh, I know who that Could is. Gyrick too, though? No. Or... He was in Scientist. Well, I mean, the first guy, the, oh, the yeah, lead guy totally. who runs a, a conglomerate could be Guy. Matt Key's theory was Donald Pierce. Oh, oh Pierce works. I think, yeah, that, I think that's, that's yeah, what I lean into. I think that's what it's going to be. Okay. So that's, uh, that's our Wolverine news. And, and the second guy is Mr. Sinister. Yeah. I, right? I feel like Mr. Sinister is going to be in the X-Men universe, not the Wolverine universe, and that the things that he does will be have happened in the past, which lead to Wolverine 3. Mm. I feel like they'll reference him as a past tense because of the events that happen in the universe of X-Men. Understand. I think the 90s X-Men gotcha. is going to be Mr. Sinister yes. and then I think that the Wolverine is going to be in the future after so that 90s. So what is the so then what is they what are they talking about? 
in oh this character the uh yeah. the, well i think donald pierce is richard e grant and uh-huh. i think that the uh, what's his name boyd holbrook's original character i, I think he's going to be just for the sake oh of man him. i wish the mad scientist was hodge that guy they can never <laughs> kill he's just a head yeah, and he has like a big scorpion body oh no no, no he's just he's he was a uh, the whole genosha thing where they like the way it made mutates and it was all, all the 90s of like jim lee and stuff and hodge was this guy who they literally couldn't kill and he just had like a he was a head and they would just like, but he had a giant scorpion robot body, but he'd also it. still wear a tie. It was super 90s. It was great. I'd love it to be Hodge. Do we know Hodge. how they're getting around the whole Maestro kind of thing with old man Logan? No, they're, it's going to be It's going to be a, a whole new story. There's oh, no way they can really, they don't really own be half the characters. Logan. They can't really yeah. do a lot of it. It's going to be more like the old man Logan book, which is out right now, than old man Logan the... Yes. Hence why there's an clear. old man Logan book out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, moving on to, briefly, Luke Cage. We have our first look at Eric LeRae as Diamondback. Yeah. And it looks different than I expected. We have this image here, in which it looks like at the end of a breakdance fight gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then our other image here, which looks like... Uh, it's it's just such a different flavor than we've seen so far. I'm into it. I think, I think, it, can't, I think it will work, because I trust Marvel yeah, so I'm blindly. Into it. Yeah. I'm not worried. If I saw this on another set, I'd be concerned. Ah, he's got that metal thing on his head. It's going to be fun. Uh, and this, I mean, the, the fights are all exciting and well-lit. And yeah. I mean, the show's going to be amazing. And I love the flavor they're shooting for with the show. Yeah, it's like, going to be hip-hop, mm, grandiose. Like, that teaser, man. So it was cool. 30 seconds, and I was like, yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it. He's got a... You know, colander on his head. I hate to be <laughs> blindly optimistic, but I'm blindly optimistic. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's it, Marvel. It doesn't look like a standard Netflix Marvel show, but j- just by adding that helmet, it's a little different. In a vacuum, I'm like, is this from the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> like, it looks like that quality. But again, because it's Marvel Netflix... I am blindly just like I love you guys. Please, I mean it's just... not it's not blindly. Like the thing is, Marvel well, and Netflix have, is. they've earned <laughs> our trust. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> um, they, they, yeah, they've earned our trust I at this agree. point. Like by putting out quality content throughout yeah, the years. That's why everyone's like, oh, everyone loves Marvel. You're just like sheep. I was like, no, we're gonna see it because they've done good by us. Yeah, they've done really good. I understand also the element of okay. N- Luke Cage is the show that now needs to thread between mm-hmm. the a really lot. real world mm. and kung fu craziness. Right, yeah. And then the eventual Defenders movie. And so it's like, they need to start going like, yeah, look, costumes and like... Make it a little crazy stuff. And cycle and, back. And make yeah, it a little crazy. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's a hard task to, to For do. For me, Marvel's like pizza. Like, I know I'm gonna you enjoy love it. it. No matter what, it's pizza. Uh, Even bad pizza. So yeah, when I see a picture like this, I'm yeah. like, that's weird yeah. pizza. Yeah. 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 Still I, pizza. Hey man, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was that was a lot that, of crust. That's a bad lot of crust. I had to get through it. I had to had to be real dry and chewy. Uh, uh, when I first saw it, I said that it looked like a Diggle from the Arrow TV show. Yeah. I, it looks like his little armor mask. It looks, like, it looks like Luke Cage might be fighting Daft Punk. <laughs> I'm so down with that. <laughs> by the way, yeah, yeah, now you're maybe talking. Maybe it's not done yet. Yeah. Oh, that's very possible. But yeah. maybe that's just not even the whole thing. Like, that's not an official you know Marvel release you know picture, all in. right? You, no, no, that's that's all. That's like, like some pop, dude on set. Pass, yeah. yeah. So, the yeah. from Luke Cage is uh, more just like dance off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, sorry for the Agents of Shield train. I love you guys, and that show has its audience that loves it. And I don't mean to disrespect. Coy. As of right now, we 
are at war. <laughs> <laughs> Including Doom in the booth. I bit my tongue when you said Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was just giving it a little, I was just a little, little sassy. Someone in the comments just said Marvel needs more female heroes. That was you, Jax. I disagree with you. I think Marvel movies need more female heroes. Yeah, Marvel's Marvel got has a ton of them. amazing stable of female heroes. And not that I'm saying there shouldn't be more. Yeah. I'm just saying that. The comics are, are very, very, so female centric. All my favorite books are female teams right now. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah. It's slowly, it's like, look, again, and, and to give credit to what it, I just crapped on. <laughs> Agents of Shield yeah. has a, mm. a large female hero base in it, yeah. um, and and I think that it's also just a matter of building to it. I think Black Panther's a step in the right direction Absolutely. for more heroes of color, and then yep. I think the next thing off of that will be a Captain Marvel movie, mm. which will be more female heroes, mm. and then obviously Marvel's committed to doing a, a Widow movie, finally. And finally. Long and overdue. what 13 Hours of Jessica Jones was arguably the best superhero show. Yeah, and that was yeah. a female hero. So we're doing... Uh, steps are being made. They should have been made a long time ago, but the fact that they're steps. What's weird is people though will sometimes go, yeah, but Jessica Jones, she was like all messed up, and it's like women can be anti-heroes like Daredevil too, wasn't guys. Yeah. Like, like, you know that like, guy yeah. that Iron blind Man angry like, man racked with Catholic guilt he's yeah. doing okay yeah. Yeah. like it's, what it's like we're, we're allowed to have flawed female they, they don't just have to be perfect like it's so much <laughs> <laughs> what why is Scatman playing yeah I'm, sc- I'm scatting at you guys. Oh, okay. I thought okay. this was an, in, oh, honor, oh. in, in honor of Matt Key. I yes. respect that. Got it. Thank you. That is a very subtle scat. That being uh, said, I'd love to see like a Jessica Drew storyline or a She-Hulk storyline. <laughs> like, I'd love to see any of oh, that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, please, Marvel TV, make those things, Law and Order She-Hulk show. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, wait, wait, bring it back Oh, okay. We're moving on. Stick with Fox. Stick with Fox briefly. Fox has moved two of their dates. Both untitled. We don't know what they are. One date was set for January 2018. That is now March 2018. The second was July 2018. It was pushed up to June 2018. This isn't a normally big deal because dates change all the time. But theoretically, one of those will be Deadpool and the other could be X-Force. So the idea for me, my theory, is that they moved January to March to bring it closer to June. And we might have a Deadpool that leads directly into X-Force is my theory. Because we'll introduce Cable... And then, and then you'll Cable have the end of the movie. His own movie. I would love to have a movie that God, stands alone, a little Deadpool standalone, that is also a prequel to a effectively sequel to that film that is X-Force three months later. How cool would it be to have a two-part Deadpool film coming out in 2018? That'd be amazing. That's my theory, and I just uh, thought of it while I was reading those dates. Yeah, I literally, like, I didn't even, like, prep with you guys. It. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. No, Does I'm that mean? Because it. it'd be March, April, May, June. Boom, three months. I like it. I like, uh... I loved Deadpool so much. I loved it yes. so much. I mean... Fox could use the money, sure. Yeah. A, it's a great idea. I, I don't think brilliant. we're ever going to be that lucky to I mean, get... I'd love that to tie When's Fantastic Four 2 coming out? Is that one of those things? I'm going to skip it Bob right over negativity because there's no positive there. I mean, and go to uh, Psylocke. Olivia Munn yeah. has said that she would like to be in the X-Force film because... I do hey, believe. she'd like to be in yeah. Apocalypse, I too. Do. I, I do. bet she would, yeah. We're all on the same page that it makes sense to be in a good set of films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she getting said, cast and paid is fun. <laughs> well, she also didn't want to be in Deadpool because she didn't want to be the damsel in distress, so I think it's funny that she's like, I am now Psylocke. I'd like to be in Deadpool 2 and X-Force. Yeah. And it yeah. makes sense as as an actress, I mean, as an actress, uh, as an, <laughs> I would imagine as an actress, it is so hard to be in a position to have any sort of control over like saying yes and no to roles. You have to be in a very high position to be like, no, I won't do that. So mm-hmm. it's very commendable that she was able to be like, no, that's not what I want to do. That's not who I want to represent. That's not my thing. So now that she is in a position of power, good for her. Be an X-Force. Psylocke's exit 
in the movie. I laughed so hard to myself I as mean, she awkwardly backed, backed away, away and was just like, oh, there's fire here. I'm just going to leave. It, it is. We're going to. There's so much to talk about with Apocalypse. And I just, man. So funny. Not on purpose. But man. So, no, funny. so funny. Where uh, she was like, I farted in this room and now I'm going <laughs> But she said, quote, that would be a really cool thing to do. What he did with Deadpool was genius, and I'm so excited for him. It would definitely be cool to, uh, it would definitely be cool to see Deadpool and some other of the X-Men characters gather for an X-Force movie. I think that's the whole world is coming to. Everybody unites together, right? It's never just one character anymore. We all become one movie. So she wants that. She's Boy, she excited. is wishing and praying. She's, She's like, yeah. the universe. we're doing it, right? We're doing it. You it's guys saw secret. Avengers, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the secret. But Fox, just come on. I'll make it real. To everyone who's not in Civil War going, hey, you guys all saw Civil War, right? <laughs> I didn't because that, that, cool, that uh, seemed like everyone the awesome had their best. moment. They all had like a point of view. Everyone that they was were serviced. Yes, was, uh, we all knew why they were there. It was amazing. Yep. So let's tangent from that directly into the thing that everyone's probably watching and waiting to see. X Men Apocalypse happened. It happened. It, uh, yeah, it was a movie. It had some stuff in it. I feel like my review of that film is it felt like two of my very best friends got in an argument. And they asked me what my opinion was, but I didn't care about the argument. So I was watching people I care about do stuff that I didn't care about for two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah uh, there were moments in that film where I was like, oh, I would watch this movie if this yeah, was the movie. Like, I would that. watch I would watch a movie that was just about Magneto trying to be a normal person in Poland and a really small story and that eventually it leads to something bigger. Either there's like a mutant that gets outed or something like that, right. and he has to reveal himself. Like I felt the same like with that. First Class. I, yeah. I like First Class. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I love First Class even. But the Magneto stuff, I was always like, so Inglorious Bastards. Magneto seems awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do I go for that? Yeah. And this movie made that even brighter because the movie wasn't as good as First Class. So it was just like, wait a second. This is so good. Also, I'd love to see new X Men as a Harry Potter story. Just show yeah, them, dude. show them doing school stuff, and then they find yeah, something. Evil as that, that. That like, is what I walked away from going like, yo, give me a whole movie that's just like 16-year-old mutants hanging yeah. out in school. Which is what the X-Men did. movies. Yeah. And like, right, give me the X-Men. Yeah. In the mall yeah. Yeah. Like, me, yeah. Every great run of X-Men has been that. Yeah, hey, yeah. give me the X-Men. Yeah. Did they did they shoot the mall scene? They shot the mall yeah, scene. They, that's a done thing. Done. That exists. Like that Somewhere. was a thing in the movie. I'm just picturing the uh, the town sequence from Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, the, <laughs> where they're like doing cocaine within like 20 yeah. minutes. I mean, that's they got superpowers. So, they can move fast. Yeah. So Jubilee had more than one line originally. Is what it's, you're it's saying? The Jubilee cuts coming on DVD. Yeah, uh, I feel like they gave me the tone I always wanted. It just didn't have anything else that I wanted. I, I was watching this like, oh hey, the costumes at the very end. Oh hey, this is the thing I've always wanted to see. Why does it feel wrong? Oh, hey, these are all the characters. Like, why is Angel a rocker? Like, there were so many times that I couldn't wait for that moment to start, and then as soon as it started, it went like, and I was like, why was Cyclops the bad punk kid? Why was Havoc the goody two-shoes? Why was Angel a punk rock guy and not an illustrious billionaire with flowing mane? Like, they disrespected so many characters I love in such a personal way that I was just upset. Brian Singer, much like Scott... (laughs) Much like uh, Wrong Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) It was almost like Scott Snyder. Uh, Singer and Snyder, I feel, are the same in that they both love their versions of these characters. And they don't really know what those characters really are. They change are. their minds between yeah. films as to what those versions are. And they just love whatever version. They're like, it'd be cool if it was this. And, like, one time I read a couple X-Men books, and, like, it's sort of like, yeah, I kind of get it. And, like, so here's my version of that. And, I mean, and Slater has 
come right out and said I read like two books as a kid and they were awesome and mm-hmm. now I'm like making those isn't that what comics is and, and it's like yeah I guess but the, no you read a deconstruction of a thing yeah like, and that's that's why I've always liked Kevin Feige because of that quote of his where he was working as like a PA on I don't remember which one of the very early films and uh, they were like, we don't know what to do with this character. And he's like, it, it's in the comic book. Here, just read this. Yeah. You, you already did it, actually. It's just do just what's here. Just do it. Um, like, just honor what's there on the page. I, it can be different. Yeah. Civil War is a great example. It was very different, but it worked because the characters you invested in were still the characters. Yeah. My biggest thing was that not even as an X-Men fan, just as a film goer. We were just talking about this before the show. <laughs> yeah. The end of the last movie had Stryker taking away Wolverine. And then we revealed that Reveal. it's Mystique. Did he forget that Stryker was, was Mystique? He forgot his own continuity. Yeah. Stryker had Wolverine for some reason, and Mystique was just in... Tr- what? Yeah, just, Mystique was just hanging out in Germany. Did you yeah. just yeah. forget your own movie ending? I think he did. Well, I mean, he that's... The, the big thing I had... The reason why Civil War was so successful, we were talking about it before, is we knew why everyone was there. Yep. We knew why the villain was the villain. We knew why the good guys were doing the good things. We knew why the people we didn't know if they were good or bad were doing what they were doing. I still, I know his name is Apocalypse. I, no I know he wants wanted. to destroy the world. I don't know why. I don't know why he immediately woke up and was like, all of your toys, and then was like, let's destroy. I don't know why he did it. I'm really curious <laughs> how Magneto found a lady in like a day and then had a 10 year old child because my math doesn't add up real good there. Because yeah. I feel like he left the last movie and was like, yo. And then, like, had a baby. And yeah. then was like, yo, I got this baby. Well, also, Moira McTaggart is 58, technically, in this movie. Yeah. Lucas Till's like a 40 year old. Like, how is Lucas? He looks great, man. Yeah. That long hair really suits a 40 year old face, man. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Lucas. Moisturize. Mike Kalinowski, uh, our friend from DC, was like asking me some questions. Like, how they should all be 40. Yes. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could think of was there's like the Marvel time logic right. that like people have worked out, which is like something like. For, for some years, like, six to one. So, like, historical events still follow as they happened in the real world. But, like, ages get, like, stretched out just for simplicity's sake. And I don't know that Fox put that much thought into I don't it. Think, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I think the only that's, logic I could come up with. I think with. that's how, like, comics can sort of justify themselves existing but like i don't think fox was like well it's a you know no yeah it d- doesn't work in films yeah i mean like soap operas change out actors but, whereas like comics they always look the same it's it comic, look the same but, because they're drawn it yeah. doesn't it's i not think i'm only about her because i defended it up until its release i said that <laughs> yeah. these things might work out i defended the viral marketing i then went so far as to rewatch days of future past and loved it more than i had before so i then got more excited right. than my own defense and then i watched it and was like oh what am i doing <laughs> We're living in a post-Iron Man world. We're living... Iron Man changed the game eight years ago. That is when everything changed to where you invest in the characters, you make it more like the comics, because the audience we know is ready for it. I thought Brian Singer then made Days of Future Past be like, hey, this is what the times, this is what the new set movies are. I read the comics. That didn't quite work. I changed it this way. Look, it works for both. Everyone wins. This, I felt like, was a step back in comic films. Like, the Sydney Opera House got destroyed. Like, the London Bridge got destroyed. Like, they destroyed... Like, I would... I'm gonna guess millions of people died due to what Apocalypse did. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel any of it. Like There was zero impact. By the end of the movie, it didn't feel like a lot of the world had been destroyed. No, and do you know why that is, though? Like, there's a good reason, and and you hit it before. It's because it's it's not about the... Okay, the 
in Civil War, when she shoots the dude up in the air, uh, Scarlet Witch, and he explodes, you, that moment hits you in the gut, not yeah. because of the people dying, but because you're like, oh no, Scarlet Witch, what if mm-hmm. you... You care about her. Exactly. Thereby, you care about the people that she just killed and how that's going to hurt her and how it's going to affect all of your friends that are in this movie. And, and it's reflected around. on Cap's face and as well in that yes, moment. Yes. Yes. It, it matters, you know? In Civil War, we had just met Tony Stark's mother for the very first time. Right. Yeah. We had just met her. She had maybe five minutes of screen time. When Tony Stark said, you killed my mom, I was like, I changed my opinion about the whole movie. He killed his mom. Take him out. Take him out. <laughs> yeah. yes. That, I switched sides yes. too. Speaking, I did too. One person yeah. for because five you, minutes. Because you, because it's, it's a character you care about and you hit it on the head yeah. we weren't given anything in this X-Men movie. When to, Angel to, died, I was like, oh, that guy I just met? It was just... And and the excuse used to be uh, they got too many characters in that movie, but like Civil again, War Civil War it. proved well, like you can have multiple threads going in a yeah. two-hour movie. You can, uh, you know, and, and beyond to... that, like it, you don't yes. need it, it. You can have you can still feel weight for the people that you don't know too. Look at look at the first Avengers movie. Yeah, when, mm-hmm. when New York's being destroyed, every building that gets smashed, every like when the when the thing goes through uh, Grand Central Terminal, mm-hmm. we're scared yeah. in that moment because like you can see people. And yes. like how that would affect it, it crashes into a place where I've walked through hundreds, if not thousands, of times, and I'm scared for those people. But like they literally just didn't show people getting no, hurt. No, it's the <laughs> wide, wanton destruction shots that are just and, like they feel soulless. Lego is going over. You in, know? Uh, in the live chat, Thunder God said the X Men have no accountability in the films. I feel like. In the movies, they're always like they're feared and like no one trusts them. Like the X Men's whole thing is to be to be you know they're, they're feared and not wanted in the world. They kind of gave us a reason yeah. for that. Like I feel like the X Men movie, like, <laughs> like they earned maybe our we distrust. Have registration, Ma- maybe. yeah. Like yeah. all these blue people that are inexplicably blue are always causing all these problems. Maybe. At the- at the end of the movie, when uh, Charles is like, "Yeah, I, I, uh, I pity anyone who comes to my school looking for trouble." It's like, "Yeah, you should." <laughs> you guys, I pity everyone. <laughs> Every- now, before okay, we've been negative for like ten minutes. Was there, uh, to be fair, and there were things that worked for me. Yeah, there was there. a lot of stuff. What that did worked. you guys like about the movie? To be fair. Hey guys, once again, this is the voice of doom, and I just wanted to take one moment to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors. We cannot do this show without our fantastic sponsorship, and today's sponsor is The Last Star. So I want to ask you guys a question. What if today was the last normal day of your life? Cassie Sullivan thought she knew what tomorrow would bring, but she was wrong. We were all wrong. The first wave took our power, killing half a million people. The second wave put that number to shame, with tsunamis that destroyed everyone within a hundred miles of the ocean. So long, coastal cities. After the third wave, only the unlucky remained. Survivors of a virus that left only 3% of the world still standing. In the fourth wave, the others became us, inhuman beings hiding behind human faces. At the end of the fifth wave, we had to choose, give up or get up and fight. But that was only the beginning. In these last days, Earth's remaining survivors will need to decide what's more important, saving ourselves or saving what makes us human. Rick Yancey's number one New York Times best-selling novel, The Fifth Wave, introduces us to a group of people struggling to survive in the aftermath of a catastrophic alien invasion. 
its sequels, The Infinite Sea and the newly released The Last Star, follow them through a series of battles and betrayals as they fight the ultimate war between life and death, hope and despair, love and hate. Entertainment Weekly calls the series remarkable, not to be missed under any circumstances, and urges fans to just read it. USA Today hails this as a modern sci-fi masterpiece, and the best-selling author of The Passage, Justin Cronin, says in his New York Times book review that the fifth wave is wildly entertaining. The highly anticipated finale is finally here, and it's going to leave its readers stunned. So get on with The Last Star, the fifth wave series. You can find out all about it at fifthwavebooks.com. Once again, if you want to learn everything there is to know about the fifth wave series, go to fifthwavebooks.com. Thanks, guys. I mean, War Machine, seeing the toy version of War Machine, uh, or not War Machine, sorry, uh, uh, Weapon X. Oh, uh, I was like, I'm so yeah, invested yeah, in sorry. this War Machine theory. <laughs> <laughs> the Barry, Barry Windsor Smith uh, yeah. uh, uh, Weapon X the full design, weapon right? X With the hat and the, yeah, the it was silly cool. Weapon X design. With the, diaper, like with with the, the fanny with pack. With his funny hat. hat. And his funny yeah. hat. And his diaper. And the hair yeah. and the whole, yeah, that, yeah. yeah absolutely. But that was, was awesome. awesome. I mean, that, was, that was an awesome sequence. Yeah. It wasn't needed, nope. but it was an awesome <laughs> sequence. We're talking cool. Yeah. It was cool. And, uh, I mean, obviously we had to talk about the Quicksilver scene that took, like, an entire feature film to, to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. They shot like an indie film with Quicksilver. For four and minutes. It was, it yeah. was amazing yeah. and like stunning. Yeah. The uh, physics of it makes no sense. Doesn't matter. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an excellent movie. We can, I mean, the, the, that great line in, like, to bring up Civil War in it's yeah. recent. I'm sorry. The the vibranium shield when he's like, that doesn't, there's no physics to your shield. <laughs> yeah. That little throwaway line. I'm like, get it. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was that with Quicksilver. That yeah. was like, cool. Yeah. And that works for me. And they nailed Quicksilver last time. I would say maybe you just make a Quicksilver movie. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nightcrawler was, was cool. I love this Nightcrawler. I, I I like the old Nightcrawler too. I thought he, I, I thought thought there was nothing to fix him. about Nightcrawler. Yeah. They had yeah. nailed, but that, they did him better. More there was more of that him. opening White House scene and that with Alan Cummings. Yeah. Dude, yeah. everyone that's still one of the yeah. best yeah. things I've ever seen that made me go like yeah yeah yeah, yeah expense here. That was it. <laughs> and everyone remembered that one moment. Everyone was like, what theater they saw that in? How they felt? <laughs> it was like yeah, that was the moment. Yeah. This I thought was on par with that which yeah, was impressive because was, was cool. that bar is so high I'm mm-hmm. not Nightcrawler keeping up with that and as a new yeah. young actor I was like good for you man yeah. you did it that was cool Singer watched like the 90s cartoon right is that where he's pulling like all this like, well he says he wants the next one to be 90s because of that I think that's what it mm. is I think he watched from the beginning because the first time they put Nightcrawler in the first first mm-hmm. movie you were like I like the actors cast and I thought the actors did a very valiant job with what they were given Uh, I thought that I I will commend every actor in that film for doing what they could with what they were given and Michael Fassbender could read the dictionary to me my god like Magneto every time he was on screen I'm like just okay you got a kid into it bye bye oh okay you're working as a welder with these cartoon welders okay (laughs) in defense of your defense of of this film remember when uh, Quicksilver was shown for first class Mm -hmm. we all were like well this is a disaster yeah. yeah, and he's hands down been the best part of both films. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, it is okay to defend it early on and be like, well, just wait a minute, because yeah. Quicksilver definitely changed my mind. The Jubilee scenes in the X-Men recruitment videos oh my God. that were released as viral oh, marketing cool. were incredible. Oh, I want so more good. of that movie, and Absolutely. maybe the 90s film we get next will be that movie, yeah. I hope. I think hey, guys, should... uh, someone, someone's going to voice their opinion right now. Oh? Is it Doom? Oh. Oh, Colin! But that Quicksilver scene? <laughs> like, no! seriously, like... 
that that Quicksilver scene where he was fighting Apocalypse, that was so cool. That was awesome. Oh, when he was Thank fighting you. Apocalypse, who, yeah. Who is this strange caller? I don't recognize the voice at all. Is he a doctor? Is he some sort of doctor? Some sort of mustachioed doctor? By the hoary hosts of Hoggers! <laughs> <laughs> So what did you think overall, man? Uh, as the second movie to call in and uh, get the opinion of some mysterious stranger. We, we should clarify for anyone who hasn't figured it out, that's Matt Key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he know I'd yeah. be on? Is this awkward? Hi, Matt Key. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey. Everything's fine oh, here. God, is Jack Conway there? Hey, oh, guy. Man. <laughs> oh, man, this is the worst. No Why one can I replace you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, man? Uh, I just I just wanted to call in and uh, tell you guys that I I actually really liked uh, X Men Apocalypse. Mm. I, I, Brittany and I went and saw it yesterday and we both really liked it. Um, Nightcrawler uh, just killed it for me. Like I was like, man, I could just watch Nightcrawler bamf around the screen all day. And like if he could like just piggyback on Quicksilver or something like that, and they could just like run across the globe, buddy, buddy movie. all over the place. <laughs> so I'll just keep this seat and we'll just send you your stuff. <laughs> good talk. Dude, I, I I'm, wish, I wish I'm Matt, kidding everyone. Please don't kill me. Everyone loves Matt Keith. I wish Matt was here because I honestly want to understand more of your... Uh, man, I rarely dislike things. Like, I'm a very, like, I'm known as someone who likes You're things. You're super positive. I'm like yeah, a guy, yeah. I'm super... Uh, there's so many words for liking things, and I can't think of any right now because I'm just so flustered. I was very upset throughout the film, and, and I don't know why, so I'd love to hear your positives. Please. Um, my positives were that I heard enough bad reviews about the film going into it that my expectations were lowered. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just went in expecting there to be a lot of mistakes and problems in it. So that when those mistakes and problems were there, I was like, oh yeah, there's that cult. That's their, that's that part. Okay. Uh, but oh my God, Nightcrawler. Like I just found the stuff that I liked and attached to it and just kept wanting more of that. Okay. And this what do you think you'll take away from it? Key? Like fast forward to six months from now when someone's like, Oh yeah, remember apocalypse? What, what will be your thing? Like, Oh, I liked that thing. Like, what do you think that will be? Um, it will be the Quicksilver scene where he was beating up apocalypse. So just like days of future uh, past. That. <laughs> and, and like, I, I think that there was an element of like they have to do that because Quicksilver is so powerful um, mm -hmm. in the universe. It feels like if they didn't do that, fans would be like, "Well, why doesn't Quicksilver just just punch him the crap out of Apocalypse?" Yeah. yeah. So I, they had to show that fight. Um, so my takeaway will be Quicksilver was great. I love Nightcrawler, um, and I'm legitimately excited for uh, to see what they do with Phoenix. I am legitimately excited for the 90s film even more than I was before because I love the very end of the film. I love what this set us up for. I think my biggest disappointment was that I felt like I spent two and a half hours to get excited about a movie in two to three years. And that makes me that, uncomfortable. That yeah. also might let you down. Right, and, and I just feel like I, def I, I... My biggest thing is I shouldn't have defended it, I guess, because I was the one guy that was like, no, it's going to be great, and now I'm going to be much more quiet about Gambit. <laughs> The other thing for me is that like it didn't it didn't feel like a Brian Singer film. Like there were elements of it. That, it that felt like did, that like, the Jack the Giant Slayer one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. I, that was very almost, bad film. I almost fell asleep <laughs> twice during this movie. It's I had to go buy a coke because I was like I was like <laughs> actively falling asleep. My thing is I I saw it on a Friday night. Are you okay? I should <laughs> I've never not seen a Thursday midnight. I saw it casually Friday night mm -hmm. and I yeah. was casually going to see an X Men movie. Yeah. I want to be really excited to see a, a, a X Men are my number two next to Spider Man. I want to be like enthralled. I want to count down the days till that movie comes out. And then during it, I was like, did I set the bar too high? No, the bar should be high. 
Yeah. I, I feel I mean, bad at this at myself. point. That's like an un. It's like the bar should be high. Like there should. Thank you for every movie. Like I want to go Thank see you. a good movie. This. How much? <laughs> let's estimate how much this film cost. Two hundred twenty. Two hundred twenty yeah, like, million dollars. And if the review movie. is sorry, Matt Key, if the review is not as bad as I thought it would be, yeah. that's not great for two twenty. Yeah, it should be a great movie. Look, <laughs> it's not fair anymore to in a world where we're so saturated with with. Uh, comic book. That's how the bubble bursts. It's mediocrity, yeah. right? It's not yeah. fair to 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 still go. Well, but like it's our X Men and we got it. It's like no, it wasn't. It wasn't a yeah. great movie. Mm-hmm. Like it had elements that would have been great on their own or or. Gra- and, and, Grace K, I agree with you on the Grace K says I genuinely think people would have been more stoked for this if Civil War hadn't come out so close. I agree, and that was probably by design. Oh no, I I totally <laughs> agree with that. I, yeah. I definitely think that um, Civil Civil War. Uh, rose the bar, like raise the bar so high that people were just like, yeah, and that's okay. Uh, so make better movies. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Us? Yeah. Uh, Ricky Chavez in live chat said, "Hey, Coy, it was at least a good movie, but not an X Men movie. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, totally. I've, I've always totally. called. I've always said from the beginning, Brian Singer makes excellent mo- yeah, good movies, movies and doesn't make good. Well said. I've always said that. Yeah, and like and that. this." was a fantastic mutant movie. I enjoyed all the mutants doing their silly blue mutant hijinks. I had fun for uh, removing myself as an X-Men yeah. fan, and I will give it a resounding B+. Plus as a mutant that? movie. Uh, Ricky Chavez. Ricky Chavez is a genius. That's right. <laughs> genius. He rewound my quote. Yeah, no, he's Come genius. On. Take him, take him. Thanks, Ricky. No, but I, I give think... Give it to him. Ricky, enjoy it. Thank uh, you. No, I think that uh, I gave it... It was a good B-plus for a mutant film. That's I right. thought as a an X-Men film, it was not nearly that close. No, it wasn't an X Men film at all. Like, <laughs> it, it, it never, it never felt like an X Men film. That's uh, not true. The I, last ten I, seconds I think did. My, one of my, one of my biggest problems with the film was um, how undefined Apocalypse was as uh, a character. Like, yeah. Um, well, to be fair, like, it was like, it, like it felt like his powers were plot conveniences. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, his mutant power is plot convenient. <laughs> yeah, but again, to be fair, like, that's his mutant power in the comics. comics <laughs> They're I mean, a mess. Like, Insabanur is a mess. I've been yeah. a Marvel yeah. fan my entire, th- over 30 years, and I don't really know Apocalypse's deal. He's like a man <laughs> and stuff, and like, he's like kind of the first mutant, and he gets big sometimes. He's got that cool belt. And Curtis, I don't love to hate the film. Uh, I love to love things. I If anything yeah. that I've taught or want to come across in my doing this show is that I think that the best thing you can possibly do is be happy and embrace your happiness and cultivate it and I don't love to hate anything I think loving to hate is the worst thing that's ever happened the idea of trolling the idea of being negative on purpose the idea of disrespecting a source material the idea of not wanting to enjoy something is the dumbest thing one can do yeah, I love to love things and I think this film hurt me because I wanted to love it and, it and it didn't allow me to so no I totally disagree and I want to go forward loving things again and I want to be just as optimistic again so this movie was more personally offending than it, it was anything else. And I yeah, think, you deserve love. Yeah. I think the, we all deserve, deserve love. love. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm, the worst part about this movie was just a zero sum. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't so yeah. bad that I'm like, ah, this is really funny, it's right. so bad. It wasn't right. a Generation X pilot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, it and it wasn't... Sorry, <laughs> Matt, sorry, Matt Fewer. And there wasn't anything about it he still gets work. He's that fine. stuck yeah. out either. It just kind of was a zero for me. Like, there was nothing that spiked really hard. I love the Quicksilver sequence, and I love seeing Nightcrawler. He's old favorite. But other than that, it was just kind of bland. I, I, I love the new... I, if it got... Okay. 
Okay. If this movie got me a great 90s X-Men movie starring that wonderful Storm, that amazing Cyclops, that, that great Jean Grey, if it got me there, then right. this movie is worth it. But I don't know that yet, so I cannot give it credit. No, yet. and also, mm-hmm. like, why didn't they just make that movie then? Yeah. I'm trying to be honest. That's what I keep saying about the X-Men movies in general. What world do we live in where you're like, well, we gotta make this one movie so we can make this other movie? Because they think that's what Marvel's doing, and it's not what Marvel's doing. Marvel's giving you exactly what they want. I'd love to hear from you guys what you'd love to see since we're, we're running low on time, but like what you'd love to be the next thing to come after this movie. For me, this was just movie was so big in scale. Mm-hmm. They literally, the X-Men have fought a god at this point. Yeah. So now they need to go back to basics and whatever the next thing is, it needs to be personable, very small scale movie or it's here's, not going to work. Here's what I want to see. I want to see um, all of the mutant students in uh, the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters I just want to see a round of Duck, Duck, Goose. Like, <laughs> like honestly, I will watch honestly. that honestly. Like, for two hours. Like, Mutant Duck, Duck, Goose, you know, I, I that think... would be, like, the best. Just, like, I just want to see them have characters and have personalities yeah, and have I think along those lines, because, like, my suggestion you know, would be Morrison's, uh, Morrison's run uh, on New X-Men, which... That was you, so hated at the time. I yeah, loved it, by the way. but it's a great run, yeah. and, and if you pull out the larger stuff with the Sentinels and all of mm-hmm. that, and you just make it, if you just make it that through line with, like, Quentin Choir mm-hmm. and, like, the Cuckoos yeah. coming to the school and, like, this new group of mutants and the next level of the mutations everyone's yeah. going through, and you really make it, like... Like 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 Coy suggested a a Harry Potter like yeah. c- keep it in the school yeah. Yeah. have the problems be with these like there doesn't need to be a bad guy sometimes like, I would love a Harry Potter film with the 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 castle representing all the magic that was because you can make that totally work with mutant powers I would love a film that just had had that yeah. mutant wonder drink yeah. I would take a 1990s uh, esque uh, imagine the world of the how we idealize the 50s and like people going to the mall and all that but with the 90s and with yeah. X Men. All in. Imagine like just a bunch of kids yeah. going to town and the, the town being like, yeah. that'd be a great movie. That'd be cool. I What's up with you freak? Yeah, and, and I want, like I want Beak. I want, yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> just it. It's like the, the, yeah, the combination yeah. of Chris yeah. Claremont era with Jim Lee, with the problem there was that everyone's like, you mutants, get out of here. And they're all the hottest people you've ever seen yeah, in your yeah, life. They're gorgeous. like, Rogue, you're dangerous. That's not what you would say to Jim Lee Rogue. Right. So yeah, I want, that's why I like the Grant Morrison run. You've got Beak, you've got all the weird, like that little girl who's really old. You've got the floating head. Like, but yeah, they're mutants. feel like monsters. Yeah. That you're like, should I be afraid of you? Yeah, or, more of that. Or yeah, that, and I'd love to see an X Factor kind of like detective story. Oh man, like use well, yeah. use multiple like Jamie Madrox's yeah. detective mm-hmm. story would be amazing. There's so many places they could go that aren't something that's gonna make us feel hollow, and this made me feel a little hollow, and that really upset. Me. Fox Take doesn't the, know how to do that. That's no, the problem. They can't dial down like well, that's, that. Well, and yeah. it's not just dialed down. It's what the thing that Marvel's done really well. It's that every one of their movies is a genre. Yes. Fox is still yes. and DC are still making superhero movie. Here's a superhero movie. We did it. Well Marvel's Marvel's like okay. Doctor Strange is a horror film. We're gonna make a horror movie, like right. a horror yeah. thriller. And and my and, name is Matt Key, and I really like Doctor Strange. And I think you're wrong about that. Hi, my Brittany. name is Matt Key. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Brittany. <laughs> Should we actually, you know what? I don't want this to be just an episode of us saying negatives uh, about it, and there's a lot to say, but uh, I would love to take a no, couple of callers. No, I'm into Doctor Strange. No, no, that no. was not a knock yeah, on yeah. No, I didn't yeah. think it was. Are we allowed to about, take other callers? I was talking about next. Can we hang uh, up on no. Freddy? I've actually, uh, I've actually got to jump off the phone for another phone call, guys, but thanks for letting me jump on for a little bit. I'm Mackie. I'm very Matt, important. I'm too Matt, busy to talk to you. Bye. Matt, I'm so glad you liked it, man. <laughs> I, I'm legitimately so happy that you enjoyed it. Like, I, I, that's awesome. <laughs> 
No, no. Look, look. I'm not saying like it's the greatest movie ever, and that I loved it. It was. It was not a great movie, but it was a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, so, he's I, changed his opinion by the end of the call. Right? He's like, you know what? It wasn't that great. I wanted to defend this movie. Look, it was garbage. But, uh, <laughs> I put the sandpaper over my eyes for two hours. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it the second time, and I will be seeing it a second time. I just think uh, it wasn't what I wanted. So, Matt, thanks for enjoying it. <laughs> he's like, hey, yeah, I've been murdered me on, guys. before. It wasn't that bad. bad. Uh, do we have time? I do. Do we need another uh, call? Or? Zach, do we have time for like two calls? Uh, yeah, let's take a couple calls. So, okay. guys, if you want to call in, I'm throwing the number up on the screen right now. We'll just take a couple. We want to hear your opinions on anything we've talked about tonight uh, or this morning, whatever. One time. And also in the in the comments, if you have positives about the film, about the X-Men film that you really loved. And I saw some some went by before. A lot of people said Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, good things. What, what did you like about the film? Was there anything that really jumped out to you that you enjoyed about it? Um, I, I made the joke about like it was a movie just to get them in their costumes, like the Street Fighter movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I like I said the whole last, movie just to get people in their costumes for the last seconds, shot. Yeah. Like the last ten seconds, I was so amped. Like I, I knew the bald and the blue suit was coming, but I was still I'd, and I'd seen it before, but I was still like, oh, it's you, it's you. And yeah. they're like just standing in the suits. As soon as Cyclops turned around with that like yellow oh, across, so cool. I was like, that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Those ten seconds, I can just watch on a gift for. But again, it's the old mentality of making superhero movies. Yeah, it's yeah. like that we it's build up to the last minute where we put him in the real costume yeah. and you're like well put him in a real put costume from the start first from there. thing yeah, uh, yeah it so. wasn't hey guys we got we got a caller uh, let's do it so uh hey call you're on the air tell us your name and uh, where you're calling from oh uh andy calling from puerto rico oh what's going cool. on andy hey andy in puerto rico just living listening to you guys you know kind of ranting about extra parking <laughs> just want to bring some fair. positive stuff to this yes. uh, you know i kind of have the same opinion but um i want to change things up Okay. Quicksilver, I really liked. Nightcrawler, I really liked. Um, Cyclops, I actually really liked. Uh, this, I like this uh, perspective right. on it. And this version of him, his introduction, I really liked. And I think the first half of the film is the best half. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, it fell apart with the third act. And I did <laughs> actually like Apocalypse. You until, didn't, you know, or you did like a podcast. Until I thought he was shorter than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like that you just reminded me of is I loved the mind fight scene uh, because it gave us a way to have the giant apocalypse from the video game and not have it seem crazy. And yeah. and that was a, oh yeah, that was a really brilliant moment. And I loved how cool that looked. Just yeah, so good call. Yeah, Scott actually had an arc. Like, yeah, the Cyclops had a real arc in this. Only he and uh, Storm were the only characters mm-hmm. that really had a big arc. So he was. Yeah. I liked Cyclops in this movie. I like Cyclops a lot. Yeah, he needed Great to scream arc. Gene a lot more. <laughs> yeah, just sure. Look up and scream Gene. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. I think we're cycling back to positive with this this call. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I. You know what? Shoot, just someone just said something. Uh, uh, Gamer Girl two three three zero. I liked Apocalypse's powers. His powers were awesome. Oscar Isaac's portrayal was really good. I, yep. She just wanted to see she's, more of him. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Storm and had a better arc. So I think there's a lot of potential with the arc. Yeah. I think I think they have a lot know, of room to grow. Yeah. It was a movie that felt like, like it didn't quite want to commit to. Like it, it did. It gave you a lot of like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Storm did this? Yeah, it would. But we'll do it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's like this is your fifth so movie like, now. This is the movie. Fifth. Do it. So overall, you liked it, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I like it overall. I would. I don't hate the movie. I really don't. Um, but I did expect a little bit more. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think his writing style is too modern for what he was trying to do. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting tidbit. Thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, hey, well, thanks for calling hey. in, man. We're going to take Thank one you. more call and uh, enjoy Puerto Rico. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks, man. I mean, he lives there. He's not on vacation. <laughs> he can enjoy it. We I enjoy, enjoy Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. LA's pretty great. Do yeah. we? I love LA. I love Los Angeles. All right, all yeah. right. I, if only there was a song that said that. <laughs> There's nothing about one. that source material. Yeah. Uh, we got another call? Yeah, let's uh, let's take one more. Hey there, caller. You're on the air. Uh, tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, my name is uh, Kingsport Calvin. I'm calling from Longville, uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh. Wow. wow. Yeah. Tennessee. What did you think? Uh, what was your favorite part of uh, X Men Apocalypse? Well, I, I liked the movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why Coy's so down on it. It's not that great of a movie, but it's a Again. good movie. <laughs> okay. Not okay. that great of a movie, but a good. Two hundred twenty million dollars. Not that great. Not that okay, great, but sure. it's good. It's but passable. It's passable. Okay. I, I, no, I like. I like good. I want to hear I'm sorry, good. I'm sorry. I want to hear Go good. Ahead. Coy's just a hateful person. I'm just full of rage. No, no. I want to hear good, man. It's true. What? I want, I want to hear the, the thing. Yeah, what did you like? Yeah, what did you like? What were your like highlights? Uh... Well, well, I, I, okay, okay. I did not like. Uh, well, I don't know. I did not like Psylocke. I didn't like that. I think they wasted the character. Okay, but mm-hmm. I did like uh, what they did with uh, with Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the Weapon X scene mm-hmm. when when the Wolverine came out. I thought that was great. I, I lost. Actually, I kind of lost my mind when that happened. Yeah, I, was, I, was I awesome. yelled out in the theater. <laughs> for sure, the it was mind. like a nerdy, like, "Oh my god, we're getting I it!" I couldn't believe they actually did it, and I made sounds I didn't know I could make. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm with you there, man. Yeah, it, it made me tear up, man. Seeing him with the with the with that Weapon X gear on, mm-hmm. I, I lost. Yeah, the helmet and the diaper. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it wasn't that bad of a movie, but. It could have been better. I'm gonna give because of what we had with Days of Future Past. Yes. What we had with Days of Future Past was so great. Yeah. It was so awesome. Close. And so when I went to see this, I was expecting it to elevate, to go better. And it didn't. You know what I mean? And and mm. it kinda it, I see what you're talking about. It it was a little disappointing. I think that you just reminded me of my you just reminded me of my excitement with the Weapon X scene because I hadn't visualized that moment in my head again. I think that this movie gave me two moments of bigger glee than the last two have because yeah. the moment when Cyclops turned around and the moment when it panned up and we saw Weapon X, mm-hmm. those were both A plus moments and those mm-hmm. both made me feel more happiness. So I will give this movie much more like Hurrah! yeah, because I'll give you of that. those two moments. Uh-huh. And I think that's fair. So I'll give you that because the only thing that I walked out of the last one with was the. Quicksilver scene. And the yeah, last okay. one, I remember being like, overall, good. Good. But this yeah. one, I remember being like, rocky, but those two moments. So, yeah. you know what? I What's your name again, man? Uh, my name is Kingsport Calvin. I'm always in the... Uh, Kingsport uh, Calvin. He's oh, yeah, thing, man. man. I, I know. Uh, yeah, He's I know, a regular. I, I know you in text. Uh, yeah, dude, you're right. You, you brought it up from like a C- to a C for me. Thank you. I really yeah. do appreciate that. I want to be happier. And Stacy Sales well, says, why no storm love? <laughs> Wanted to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to get off here, but I just wanted to say it's not that bad, but I, I understand what you're talking about, Coy, I, I, I get it, I understand what you're talking about, I was disappointed, but it's not that bad, but anyway. Yeah. But hey, you know what, you know what we can all agree on, because no one said a single negative thing about, Storm was awesome. Yeah, Storm was Yeah, awesome. someone in the live chat just Storm mentioned was. it. Storm was awesome, man, I was so happy, every time Storm was on screen, her accent was great, and I was just like, this is Storm, this is who I've always wanted, I agree. Let's get a Storm Black dude, Panther movie. All about it. So yeah, dude, th- thanks, seriously, thanks for calling in, I do feel happen. better about it. I know, it can never happen, it's so sad. 
Um, right, we got time for one more call, guys. Bring it. Maybe we could get a Black so, Panther Aurora. Might be movie. from across the pond. Yeah. Hi there, uh, call. You're on the air. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Oh. All right. Have we lost them? Hello, it's we, me. We, I'm we, from we across the pond, man. We lost them. Now we'll never call back. It was a show. Right, right. Uh, but let's take. Uh, let's take. We got one more on the line. It's hey genius. there, caller. Where are you uh, calling from? What's your name? Well, hello, Chloe. It's Colt. What's up? Colt Badeau! This is our uh, our media manager. This is uh, calling from the Star Jam. I didn't know they had phone lines on the Star Jam. Yeah, it's really impressive. You're calling from space. <laughs> yeah, um, the Wi-Fi is the Wi-Fi is pretty good, but the phone. Uh, yeah, the, I had to patch it in for a few things. <laughs> so, what'd you think of the movie, man? Your son was great in it. I'm assuming you're, uh, you know. Leading your team of pirates up there. Also, one of your sons died. That's true. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, what do you think of the movie, man? He's got another one. Okay. Well, I thought the movie was actually pretty good. I was actually kind of happy with most of it. I think the only issue I had was with Gene at the end with Phoenix. Like, when did she go up into space and meet the Phoenix Force? Or it just randomly happened in 10 years? Yo, 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 you're assuming comics were red. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I mean, that was mean. I, I don't think they're going that way with uh, Phoenix. I think they're going to have it be, I think they're going to go with more of like a mental instability with her powers being too strong for her to control, and then she unhinges, which unleases the Phoenix Force. Correct. Is what I, because that's like what Singer was doing back in, in the day in X2. Right. I feel right. like same beat. He's finishing his trilogy by introducing a new trilogy. Uh-huh. So it's really interesting that he like, that's what he wants Phoenix to be, so he's going to make that his Phoenix. But, it's going to take him six movies to get to X-Men like, 3. <laughs> no, I got this. I was like, I gotta fix Brad Anderson. And then erase it again. These. But, uh, so, what'd you like about it, Colt? Um, and also, like, the mag- uh, Magneto scene in the forest was amazing. Oh. It was beautiful. So I, good. Uh, Blob was cool. I'll give them I'll give them credit for Blob. Uh, I, yeah, there were a lot of uh, moments that really, really worked. It is uh, The more I think about it, the more I talk to you guys, the more I talk to people that like it, there were a great series of moments, and I think my emotional detachment turned into rage. So I apologize. Uh, what else, man? We got we got to wrap it up in like a minute. Alrighty. Well, nice finally hearing from you, and I hopefully make it out of California to actually be on a live show, but we'll see. Dude, the honorary fifth chair is yours. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Cole. Good to hear your actual human voice. Yes, and it's very majestic up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. We got to wrap it up. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, guys, so uh, that was our slightly long show. I wanted to talk about... Okay, so the, I can't not say the writer because we teased oh, yeah, at the right. show. And it's not uh, Bendis. And it's not Bendis. Uh, he has worked with Charles Sewell. How do you say Soul. his name? Soul. 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 And he's yeah. writing a brilliant, 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 brilliant Daredevil yeah. that I love dearly. And we're going to have to have Sean back on the show to talk about yeah, it. Because, totally, because it's, totally like, it's a it. huge thing for me, and I love that book. And we just... Who knew that we talk half an hour about an X-Men movie? That's a good thing. Uh, I, I have bumped up my, my disdain to... Uh, on this film, uh, and I think I was too emotionally invested. But whether that that's a good thing is here nor there. Uh, overall, you guys, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. yeah it's there were some good. There yeah. were some. There were some great moments. It's gonna be a sweet movie to watch on YouTube. It's, clips gonna, be, it's yes. gonna be great. Yeah. Clips sweet clips. It's yeah. gonna be okay. So. We're this. It's 2016, and we're this spoiled. Yeah, yeah. like li- little little yeah. me would have lost his freaking mind. Oh yeah, in this movie. forget it. Twelve year old me wouldn't know what. Two thousand one, two, three, four through like two thousand twelve. Yeah, through two thousand twelve, me would have lost his mind. And yes. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I love. It's like eating so much candy. But, you but want it's really that complacency that that that. 
but like you said, it bursts the bubble. We can't be like that. Oh well, twelve year old me would have loved it. It's like, all right, we've moved, we've got better stuff now. We yeah. can do better than this. We can have more cohesive films and better characters in our superhero movies. And that's and, tricky because we, we both sound like negative people. Like I don't want anyone to think we're being negative. Like it's I don't, negative. I don't I want people like it's to think realistic. I just don't want you to see us as like curmudgeon because I love positivity on the show and we found an amazing corner of the internet where positivity is still alive and the live chat's always positive and you guys right. are always positive and I love you on YouTube and Twitter. I want that to stay. Us being negative about this is only because I think we can do better and if we don't force us to do better, we'll never get better. Like, yeah. you don't get strong without working out. You don't get movies to be better without working through the problems. This movie <laughs> was a stumble and I think we need to push forward. Yeah. I love you. I just, it's important. You're passionate and beautiful. Passionate. Man. That's, yeah, that's just, we're passionate. passionate. If we weren't passionate, man. we'd be like, dude, that sucks. Yeah, no, that would be it. No, it's you good. Only yeah. better by sucks. pushing forward. And being cynical and pessimistic gets us nowhere. There's no, I agree. Nothing but negativity is bred from negativity. Okay. So, Caliban was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love Caliban. Thank you. Caliban was amazing. There were great moments, and great moments will yeah. breed a better movie next time. So, uh, I love all you guys, and thank you so much for coming on panel. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, live chat, thank you as ever, and everyone Thanks, watching. Everybody. I hope you got so much out of that movie, and I will see you next week on Marvel Movie News. Let's uh, let's find out where we can keep up with all these uh, <laughs> oh, people. That Thanks, such, Doom. That, that, that are good enough that to such a uh, dramatic wrap up. Doom knows how to in the studio. Oh, thank you. That's true. Uh, I'll, I'm Coy Jandro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at c o y j a n d r e a u. I just did movie fights last week on Screen Junkies, and movie fights dropped uh, this weekend. So check it out, and it was awesome. And I also did a Please Explain Apocalypse, which ties into this show very well. So on YouTube, lots of things. Great. Sir, hi uh, again. I'm Jack Conway with Punch Drunk TV. You can find us on iTunes or however you get your podcasts uh, and every week uh, we're positive and negative and we talk about television uh, and you can find me uh, let's see sorry at Twitter it's punch drunk underscore TV or on Facebook at punch drunk TV uh, I'm Jesse Klein uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jess Klein one that's J-S-S-K-L-E-I-N the number one uh, you can see me review pretty much any Marvel property at after buzz uh, so the next thing will be Luke Cage so that's super fun and awesome. Uh, and uh, you'd see me do live comedy all around Los Angeles. I am Sean DePasquale. I read a comic book called Galaxies for Hire. That's a space adventure that's like Firefly meets Voltron with an all-female cast. And you can read it on Comixology or uh, at the publisher site, devilsdo.net. And uh, I also have an improv comedy podcast called Cabin Boys that's on iTunes and wherever podcasts on. And I, I popped up on that episode two? Yeah. Three? yeah. I, I popped Quiz, up on yeah. that too. Quiz, Quiz on there. Uh, and it's going to be a Phoenix Con. Other people. Oh, yeah, and I'll be in, if anyone's in Phoenix and wants to come hang out at Phoenix Con, I will be there at uh, the Devil's Do booth with copies of Galaxies. So we're on issue three. That's pretty, awesome, yeah. man. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah this guy's making crazy. the things we freak out about. That, yeah. to me, is yeah. amazing. It's, it's like pretty, having a child. He made the thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not comparing child to comic books, but it's exciting. <laughs> no, uh, it feels hey, like a baby. It's the same thing. I'd like to make a request that we go out uh, all doing the Olivia Munn Psylocke pose from the posters. Oh, okay. Wait, no, to no, celebrate no, Expo. R.I.P. Before you guys get yeah. out, I, uh, Doom could use your support. Yes, oh. Doom. Uh, this afternoon, uh, I'm going to go to Screen Junkies for TV fights. Oh, yeah. all comic book TV showdown. Mm. Uh, my uh, my uh, alternate identity, Zach Wilson, will be uh, fighting for comic books, and I could use some Marvel support. Yeah. I know there's going to be some strong DC fight, fight, fight. people on the other side of the table. You got Marvelites, this. that is the call to action. Doom, you Make got it this. so. That's the, that's the giant X in the sky from the yeah. X-Men animated series. Go forth to the TV fights. <laughs> uh, much love to you guys. Thank you so much. We should exit as Psylocke exited. Okay, ready? Film. So imagine we're blurry all around us, <laughs> and then Psylocke out. Nerds! <laughs> <laughs>
from producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>